0: Welcome to New Kids on the Block, a podcast for newcomers who want to explore blockchains and cryptocurrencies. On this show, we discuss and dissect all things crypto for beginners and intermediate users and help them navigate their way through this fascinating yet overwhelming new space. Let's dive right in.
1: You cannot affect me in my sleep. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of New Kids on the Block. Uh, we're recording here uh, Wednesday, October 27th, 2021, and all I see is red, all I see is red. London is burning, the bridges are burning, everyone is bleeding, and uh, the market is a scary place uh, if you're not a believer. Um, so uh, I'm Foddy Uh got a lot to talk about tonight, joined by my esteemed colleague Yidu. Yidu, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm pretty good. That that sounds a little down there. I think, Fodi, I'm here to cheer you up, and hopefully, every every other listener who's a little bit down beaten beaten by this market today.
1: Yeah, the last week has been a little rough, I guess. Um, you know, Bitcoin's down. I guess uh, about 11 percent uh, or twelve percent over the course of the last uh, last seven days. Uh, the market's obviously been down, uh, except for maybe you know our. Some of our favorite uh, dog coin uh, that's out there <laughs> that's uh, that's been pumping the past couple of days, uh, but yeah, I need some cheering up. Uh, what 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 do you have that's going to cheer me up today?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think before we really get to the the dump, we should probably take a moment to talk about. Uh, I think it was like a week ago when we on the air we're talking about. Oh, what if we get a BTF, uh, BTC ETF approval? That's going to really. <laughs> Pump the market. And little did we know, as soon as we got up air, I sent you a text saying that, hey, look, here's the message saying that our the BTF ETF BTC ETF is getting approved. And then yeah, you
1: know the it, futures, it, the futures ETF, right? Um, futures that, ETF, yes. That, that got approved. Yeah. Uh that was the beginning of, I guess, the uh, the ATH, right? Or, or as the kids like to call it, the all-time high mm-hmm. of, of Bitcoin. Um yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's funny that you know, a little serendipitous. It's it's been a it's been a week, which can be a lifetime since we <laughs> since we last uh, spoke. But uh, not only has Bitcoin hit an all time high, but it's it's pulled back since then. So, um, you know, are you uh, you know, you have any more magic to to drop on us? Is there any other news that you're anticipating that's gonna uh, drive this parabolic uh, shift in Bitcoin?
0: <laughs> not that I know, but what I'll say to that is, I still I'm still remain bullish. Um, for BTC, as well as the entire book market, uh, sorry, the bull market, I don't think fundamentally anything has changed. Um, If you look at the chart I'm showing on the screen here, uh, the structure has not really broken. Um, The range still remains intact between, um, I believe, uh, 55k and um, 74, 73k is the range we're in right now. Um, From the tech, I'm not really a technical trader by any stretches of imagination, but um, what I can tell from this chart is we're, we're in, a, in this period of consolidation um, where, you know, we're just bouncing between this range. And um, I mean, yeah, everything looks healthy. It's not oversold. It's not overbought. And um, the volume does look a little bit low, but you know, again, you know, we're just consolidating, right? Anytime uh, you want to have a, a kind of a, a parabolic run, uh it's almost like a rocket you need to like you know keep keep adding fuels and then it just keeps like conserving the energy and and then eventually it will just you know shoots to the moon right uh point right so it, it takes time it's not gonna every this thing is not gonna go parabolic like in a straight line from here there will be ups and downs and on the days like this um this is where you know you need to really take a step back and look at is this a bite by the dip opportunity or is has the trend be broken? You know, if it's the latter, if the trend has been broken, if we're going downwards, um, absolutely. You know, you need to be careful here, right? You can either hedge or or even short, um, not recommending you to short Bitcoin, but you know, if you believe that that's the way to go to hedge your risk, sure. But in my opinion, I don't think that structure has been broken yet.
1: Yeah. And the, and the bears out there are very, very angry at you right now. And, uh, uh, they are saying, and of course, if you don't know what a bear is, that's a, that's a long-term investor, right. That believes in uh, do- dollar cost averaging and, mm-hmm. and buying into, uh, buying into consistent dips and, and falls in the market, right. So that they can increase their positions for when, uh, for when bulls, uh, you know, and bull runs like this do occur. Yeah. Um, there are a couple things there that I think you talked about that are probably important to, um. To just clarify, I guess for some some um, early stage investors, um, especially when we are looking at charts like this um, that you're showing on the screen, so um, you know we don't we don't have to talk about um, you know Kellner channels and stochastic RSI's and stuff like that, but I think it is important to talk about consolidation because anytime we are talking about any type of graph analysis or chart analysis, um, which does you know it it's important in interpreting some of the data that you see out here, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what is consolidation for, for people? Because I know it's, it's a term that, that I use quite, quite frequently. And I don't know if kind of the average investor um, really understands necessarily what that is.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I think, I think everyone's definition is different. Uh, My idea of consolidation is that um, we have already established a range for the Bitcoin price uh, from a technical standpoint. And I'm just trying, drawing some lines, some horizontal lines here on the chart, um, which kind of indicates uh, the range we're in right now. And as I mentioned earlier, we are kind of in this range, we're just bouncing between, right? Between uh, 50, 57 and the high of 63 or 64. Um, what that means is that I think that the, the term is the Wyckoff accumulation, uh, where, you know, there's like a different phases of uh, consolidation that's happening. There could be a, um, a surge in some at some point, but it will also go down. But overall, um, the price of Bitcoin remains in this range and it takes time. It doesn't happen like, you know, overnight, usually it lasts two weeks or even two months in some case. Um, but right now um, I believe we're in this consolidation mode. So unless... You know, we broke the lows, I believe Uh, on this chart, the low would be like 57. Um, Unless we broke the lows here, I'm not too worried. Uh, On the same, you know, on the other hand, if we started to see the price to go outside of this range, uh, let's say 64, 65, that means the bull trend continues, you know, we go up.
1: Right. So I guess just to clarify there, at least my definition of consolidation for folks is a term um, when you're trading, you know, and, and traditionally, when I've used this terminology, it's been in the in this you know equity or, or security space, right, of of stocks. Um, but it, it's it's a, it's a it's when we see the price position on a, on a given asset um, that's neither continuing nor reversing a, ver- a larger price trend, right? So when you see you know, very small red and green candles hover around a similar area. I guess that's what we would call consolidation, right? Mm -hmm. I think which is very healthy for the overall price, uh, especially if volume is high. Now, I'm going to level with you here. I, you know, a lot of this terminology, it seems like you got to be a goddamn math major um, or some kind of uh, genius uh, to be able to figure it out. Um, And it can get a a little uh, daunting at times uh, to understand, um, I am by no means a genius. And I don't think you do is either. Um, although he is m- significantly smarter than me. Uh, that if that wasn't apparent I to the think listeners. That's true <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't apparent to the listeners, well, it's that is the case. Uh he's more like um, you know, uh one of those uh very, very smart uh people. And I'm I'm I guess I'm I'm kind of like the uh the guy from uh from Goodwill Hunting, right? That like can solve some math problems, but is like socially inept. Anyway, I digress. Um, the point is um, that you know this type of information is essential, and in, in understanding how these charts work is essential in getting a good read of um, of how the market's moving. And right, right. you don't necessarily have to be a genius to figure it out. You just have to start getting comfortable with looking at the data. Right? Yeah. Is that is that a fair way to put it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you, you mentioned um, RSI earlier. Uh, I think that's another good indicator of the kind of the, the strength of the market. Uh, RSI stands for relative strength index. Um, it's this little thingy, this band over here on the bottom. And right now the RSI is at 51. Um, the, the usual range of RSI is between, I believe third, uh, 20 and 80. Uh, anything beyond 80 indicates a oversold um, signal and I think anything beyond, um, sorry, anything beyond 80, 80 is overbought and, and anything below 20 is oversold. So as you can see, we're kind of in, in the middle right now. Uh, we're not, you know, either overly optimistic or overly bearish, uh, which is usually an indicator of how the investors are, you know, are treating this market. And if you couple that with the, the funding and premium index down below, um, this indicates you know usually the, the level the level of funding, meaning that how people are using leverage uh, to margin trade, and if it's a positive, it's a if it's a big positive uh, funding rate like this spike over here, that indicates that people are opening m- margin or leveraged longs. Uh, As you can see here, I believe at 64k, apparently a bunch of people opened, you know, leveraged long thinking they can push this thing to the moon, but not so quick. So this thing got, you know, blown up and then it went back down. And now we're looking at a much lower funding rate, which indicates that people are not really margin leveraged long here, which might be a good thing considering a lot of the longs got obliterated at the top. So right. combining the RSI and the funding, I think we're we're just chilling here, right? It's not too crazy, it's not too too pessimistic. We're somewhere in the middle.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think it's it's a little early to call it. Uh, you know, for the bears to come out, uh, they can stay in hibernation, and uh, we can we can see kind of where this thing goes. I mean, obviously, what comes with, I mean, you mentioned a low volume. I mean, I'm looking at CoinGecko, which is a, a really good um, site. Uh, to check out just general volumes, uh, and uh, you know, a low volume on the day for Bitcoin is uh, forty-two billion dollars. So, uh, <laughs> do with that what you will. Um, but um, I've also heard that, um, and this is re- really like the beauty of the blockchain. I think we, we talked about you know blockchain and the in the general technology of, right. of Bitcoin um, in the first episode that we recorded, and and you can get a good view of where um, coins are moving. And I Mm -hmm. think there's a, there's been a ton of coins that have been offloaded into, uh, into cold storage, right. Um, from some individual wallets, at least I've I've seen the news on that today. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, pulling out some of the supply from some of the, um, some of the, uh, exchanges Exchanges. out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To pump the price again. Um, anyone's guess, but, uh, yeah, I'm I'm still relatively positive on this as well. Again, yeah, not same. financial uh, advice, but uh, <laughs> this yeah, is uh, absolutely. for entertainment purposes, right?
0: Yeah, I think if you look at the on-chain on-chain analysis or the on-chain data, um, basically the the, the what they call the whales. I think whales are defined as uh, wallets with over a thousand bitcoins. The number of of wallets um, wallet whales, so to speak, has been. Like they basically have been taking the money off the chain exchanges, they're accumulating. Um, and so the so are the um the small owners, right? The people who have less than a bitcoin. Um, there, there's there's a bunch of metrics you can see. I forgot the exact metric, but if you go on the glass node, you can easily tell like how the whales versus the the small the retail um, owners of bitcoin are moving their coins.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh. Um, it's a, you know, to, to think about, you know, the fact that, uh, the, uh, the criteria for being a whale is someone that only holds, you know, roughly (laughs) $5.8 million worth of, uh, worth of Bitcoin. I mean, you know, that's it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't seem like a lot of money to me, but, uh, who knows? Uh
0: (laughs) You can make that in your next trade, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta cover my margins, and I'll be right there. Um,
0: 125 margin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. So. So yeah. So I think. I think that's kind of like a good general. Um. Market. Market overview. Um. There are some other things that we wanted to talk about. Um. Briefly tonight. Um. I think the first of which. Um. Was kind of a topic that you wanted to talk about. What. Uh, what else did you have on your mind? Um. In yeah. To- I think
0: since we're recording on this Wednesday. Um, October twenty seventh. The most, I guess, important news that happened today is, Cream Finance got hacked. Um, for those of you who are not familiar, Queen Finance is a decentralized protocol. Um, it's one of the, I guess, the largest in terms of the, the volume as well as the popularity um, on the, on, you know, on, in the blockchain space, right? I think it's on the FTM chain, and uh, it's it's being basically has been hacked this morning. Um, I don't think the postmortem mortem has come out yet, but based on what I've read so far on Twitter, um, some of the analysis has been done initially. Uh, they indicate that um, the issue has something to do with the the pricing uh, oracle that Prime um, Finance used. Um, instead of using the kind of the, the mainstream ch- uh, chain link as its price oracle, uh, they use their own um, pricing Oracle, which caused the issue. Uh, it was a flash loan attack. Um, I think we covered the flash loan briefly last time, but basically it was like a a, a quick, like a second uh, flash loan, right? That's literally what it means. Um, basically, somebody initiated the attack based on using the the, the loophole within their price oracle, uh, and then I believe they took out like 140 million dollars uh, in the range of that. So yeah, I mean, obviously not not a great look for. The, all the DeFi protocols out there, but um, it does serve as a reminder that um, anything you do within the, the DeFi space is risky. Uh, whether it's mining, whether it's liquidity uh, pr- providing and uh, lending, lending and borrowing—all of those things that happen on chain carries a risk.
1: Yeah, I mean, this technology is so new, right? I think um, I think um, this type of stuff was bound to happen um, with great technology and great responsibility uh great power comes great responsibility as i always like to say uncle mm-hmm. ben from spider-man he was uh <laughs> he was a very very smart man um but uh, i mean i i think you know the the dgens out there and the um you know the all of the stakers and yielders um you know that are making 500% 700% APY on staking their coins and and uh using some of the these um defi platforms um you know i, I don't know really how much it's going to impact them um i'm assuming that cream is not fdic in, insured right so
0: no uh, I, don't, I don't think any of these defi protocols are um yeah which, which actually might be the, the, the argument for like properly regulating DeFi, like I'm not like calling for SEC to- Uh-oh, uh-oh, guys. uh-oh. <laughs> To like uh-oh. regulate like, you know, every single protocol, but it, it will be helpful if SEC provides some sort of regulatory guidance, um, like, you know, I don't know, unrealized gains and DeFi and, and stable coins and everything related to crypto just seems like so under, not under regulated, but like well, the lack of uh, regulation guidance really makes it difficult. And the fact that, you know, we just, you know, lost 140 million due to this hack, I think makes the case for proper regulation.
1: Well, Janet Yellen, who is a big uh, fan of the pod, a uh, big listener of the pod is uh, very happy we love to you, hear. Janet. Yeah, we love you, Janet. <laughs> yeah, she's very happy to hear that. I mean, yeah, I, I think actually kind of what, what this does is it probably gives... Um, additional credence to some of the the new coin technologies out there that are doing, um, you know, kind of authentication and um, you know some of the some of the additional security chains that are um, that are that are coming out um, now, um, you know, it probably strengthens their case to 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 you know implement partnerships with some of these defies um, so they can tighten up a lot of security. Um, you know in banking obviously and any type of regulated environment security is really at the forefront right um, And I right. think um, this is just a good uh, kind of a reset on uh, on, on some of the uh, some of these types of technologies that are out there that maybe uh, bootstrapped a little too quickly to to come to market and didn't actually provide um, you know a good strategy for uh, for yeah. their security so
0: for sure for sure and, and on the flip side um, hacks like this makes people to put more faith into the more i guess quote unquote stable protocols um right. pulling up the chart for, for curve you know curve dao is for those of you who are not familiar uh, it's really is the the cornerstone of defi uh, especially on the ethereum um, blockchain i think curve is one of, the, one of the largest protocols that that is actively allowing users to to stake their coins um, there's a, a locking a lockup mechanism where they they lock up your some of your coins uh, to make sure that you know there's you cannot like just liquidate immediately right it's almost like a pretty stable way of, of getting a stable yields uh, while allowing you know liquidity mining and and stuff like that so in the wake of the hack today uh, I think initially um, there was a Small, small shock to the price of curve. However, as you can see, uh, kind of the price kind of recovered um, since then. So that does tell you how the market reacts whenever uh, a smaller or a, I would say less established protocol got impacted, um, You know, investors or retail investors tend to flock to the other protocol, which tends to be more uh, established.
1: Yeah, cream down, curve up, as I like to say. I've been saying that for years. Uh, even before these things existed. So it's a uh, very uh, uh, serendipitous for these technologies to come out and to be trending this way. So I am a genius. Okay. Um, so so yeah, this is obviously substantial news. Um, I think um, we, you know, this is a kind of a good ditty. We can we can probably provide some links or some articles. Um, pretty pretty important to mention as well that if you're listening to the podcast tonight, um at you will not be able to see charts um because audio does not actually implant uh you know anything into the metaverse or in you know directly into your brains to see this kind of stuff um but if you'd like to check out we also have a youtube channel um where we'll be posting this and you can kind of take a look at some of the charts that uh that you do showing here tonight Yeah, um,
0: maybe we'll, we'll we'll make a pot in the metaverse one day buddy
1: Hey, that would be nice. I mean, I I see uh, you know Mr. Beast and some of the influencers out there are doing a lot of great stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, with uh, Web three protocols, I think we should probably have a whole separate podcast talking about Web three um, and Metaverse because um, you know it, it can be one of those a thousand x types of markets, right? Uh, along with yeah. uh, along with gaming.
0: There's That's so stuff. much to talk about related to the Metaverse, and I know you're a big gamer yourself. So yeah, yeah let's let's do it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, listen, we we've come to the point in the podcast where we have to talk about the big, furry, but orange dog in the room. Oh right? My God.
0: Is this it? <laughs>
1: this is this is the time to talk about Shiba Inu, um, which, as you right. as you know, uh, I am a longtime believer. And no, I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> seriously, um, why the hell is Shiba Inu up? I think 170% the last
0: week. I think there's only one explanation for that. And that was your poem from the last episode. Uh, <laughs> you pumped Shiba Inu with your beautiful poem.
1: I'll never live that down. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I, so I want to hear your thoughts on this. And then my, my thoughts on this as well um, have kind of shifted, which might maybe okay. surprise you. Um, okay. so, you know, my goal, obviously once a week, every, every week is to just kind of shock the hell out of you. Right. Cause that's, okay. you know, that's, it's one of the, what one of the things I look, yeah. yeah, it's what I do. Um, but you know, um, all jokes aside, why do you think this thing is pumping now? I mean, the yeah. market's bleeding, but Shiba Shiba is about to, um, or it already has, I think, um, uh, maybe it hasn't, but it's, it's, it's up there in, yeah. uh, th- in market cap, um,
0: it almost caught up with um with Doge in terms of with market Doge. cap trade, yeah. right? Yep. Which is fascinating, considering um how much like how I think about six six months ago or six, even six weeks ago, where Shiba was. Uh, I'm looking at this this chart here again um, for Shiba. If you look at the weekly chart, it, it went up. It went up from it basically went up like a thousand X like in, in in three weeks which is absolutely insane and if you look at how like what's happening here in my opinion is is this rotation game right people especially the retail investor investors who are um, who just piloting by uh, buying to crypto recently um, took you know some of them may have made a bought BTC at 60k or even 65k and it either got very expensive for them or for some others who may have made some money they started to rotate their money to somewhere else. And when you have a coin that costs 65,000 US dollars versus a coin that costs, I don't know, a millionth of a dollar, the choice becomes very easy where to rotate to. Right. So what we're seeing here is what I call a premature uh, rotation from some of the majors to these minor uh, shit coins, if you will. Uh, No offense to the Shiba community. I love you guys but Shiba coin or Shiba Inu is not a proper um, store value compared to Bitcoin, ETH, and even Litecoin, right? So right. I, I think people are over-rotating um, too quickly. And on top of that, there is this you know sent- mentality change uh, or a sentiments change, I have to say. Um, even within, I talked, I mean, many discords, talking to many retail investors, um, they are looking at these these. 100X, 1,000X opportunities, they just want jumping, right? They don't care about how much it costs. They think it's cost very low to jump in. The, the barrier to entry is so low, like everybody can buy it. And the upside is very high. Whenever you have a asymmetrical bet like that, most people, especially in crypto, will take it in a heartbeat. So that's I think that's what's going on. And right. overall, like, what do I think about it? To be honest, I'm I do not think this is a good sign for the market. Um, I'm not saying that you know we're going bearish or anything like that, but anytime the retail money flocks to these small smaller cap, well, Shiba is, is no longer small cap, but anytime no. the retail money goes for for these like less than value based coins, I would call them, that means that people are are, are getting way too speculative and this happened in 20 2017 as well uh, in the exit pump for the crypto market and it's happening now again so yeah i to be honest i'm i'm a little bit concerned that this happening but i do think um, once this this mini um, mini <laughs> mania for shiba and other dot, dot coins died uh, we're going to continue the bull run
1: yeah so um, I'm looking at CoinGecko. And of course, it, it's it's not always, you know, the holy grail of of kind of what's going on in the crypto market. There are some um, issues with it. Um, but as of right now, Shiba Inu it, market cap is in the top 10 of all coins, right? Jesus. So it actually, it surpassed Doge and um, USDC, which is the wow. stable coin. Um, and it's flipping at, they always at, see
0: the flipping the flipping has happened the shiba flipping
1: has, has happened the flipping has happened um it's at 40 billion now um 2 billion under polka dot and 6 billion under um, xrp so um you know the thing that i'll say about it is i've changed my stance a little bit on on a coin like shiba inu and the reason why um, you know, listening to, to people that are more experienced and, and that are smarter out there is that, you know, a lot of people do believe in the utility of coins and, you know, their 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 usage within various different use cases and their utility, how they're being leveraged, um, their purpose. Um, but a majority of people, and I'll say this, you know, as a, as a layman, um, look at the value and the utility of things because they believe it will drive the price, which will then make them money. Right. Mm-hmm. If we continue to look at coins like this, which are meme coins, you know, Shiba, Doge, cat girl, God, God, you name it. I'm sure there's some other small furry animals Locky. out there that, that are, Yeah. That's yeah. The, 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 c- yeah, the <laughs> CUM rocket. That's another one that's out there. Um you know, I mean, some of them have done a thousand percent in a day, right? So um, if if you continue to ignore um, coins like this, that's fine. And you can have kind of a, a strong stance on, on it because you don't believe in the technology or there is no real value. It's not a stored value, but you could also sit there and lose a lot of money. So, um, you know, the strategies of some people is to put you know, a a small amount of money into coins like this um, that can potentially make them a ton of money in a short period of time. And then roll that into a longer term, a sustainable type of investment strategy, like, you know, rolling into large caps um, or things like Ethereum and Bitcoin, right? So um, I saw a tweet the other day that said um, someone invested um, $8,000 into Shiba Inu in August of oh, last year. I saw year. that too. Yeah. And I think what was it it's worth um like
0: 5.20 $20 million dollar or something. Yeah,
1: it, it's some some ridiculous amount, of, you know, $20 million, etc. Now, that those types of stories are good for cryptocurrency. And the the reason why I say that is because of generally on, on the aggregate, it gets more people interested, right? The FOMO, the fear of missing out on an investment like that gets more retail investors to dip their, their money, their market, the market cap of the whole crypto um, kind of, you know, global market increases um, because people do chase that chase that chase the dragon, if you will. Right. Mm. They chase that next high, they chase that next 10 x a hundred X, etc. So, you know, listen, folks, I mean, let's be let's be real about this. If, if you get into this type of a market, there's a finite amount of money in here. So if you're making money, there's a good chance that someone out there is losing money. Right? Yeah, like money moves hands that way. And there's intermediaries in between that take some of it. But if you deny kind of opportunities like this and i'm not saying invest in shiba inu because you know i'm a rational human being but um and also it's it's way too late to probably ride this wave it could go higher but it's not a good position to get into right right now in my opinion um yeah you you can lose you can lose out you can lose out on opportunities so uh might might surprise you a little bit there but I, I've been a hater, but I, I kind of softened my stance a bit on Shiba. Yeah,
0: no, I, I think that's totally fair, right? I, I'm, I'm all for like, you know, I, I'm an investor myself. I, I speculate on things and I'm full disclosure. I, I'm a holder of Shiba Inu, uh, despite everything I said about it. Um, but I guess my point is like people don't, oh, an average retail investors does not fully understand the risks associated with it right? If, if Shiba Inu is the very first coin you've ever bought, you're either going to get wrecked or you're going to you're gonna sell it too soon, right? Either of those two things are going to happen. You're no, not going to hold Shiba until a cent if that ever happens, right? You're going to sell it at some point and you're going to regret selling it. On the other hand, you, you might just, you know, if it goes down like, um I don't know, 80%, which it could definitely happen, you're going to get wrecked either of those those two things are going to happen if you're not careful right and that's why you know even if this is not financial advice in any way but you know you just need to be super careful with a a super highly speculative and highly volatile coin like shiba
1: and have an exit strategy right and that's have a plan that's the case for any for any investment right you should you should plan what your Mm. margins are what you'd be happy to get out with and and don't chase the uh, don't chase the wave.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I think you hit uh, nail right on the head.
1: Yeah, I do that, man. I'm a builder. Um, so anyway, um, I think as we wrap up tonight, um, maybe we can introduce a new segment to the pod um, Ooh, because um, I, you know, I think I think it'd be be cool to talk about maybe some rising stars or some potential new projects that that we're interested in. Um, and that can span across um, NFTs um, or even um, even some 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 altcoins that are out there. Um, so, yeah. I guess I'll start um, since this is a this is a new segment that I just created um, and um, to talk about the rising stars. Okay, so um, the first rising star, and it's a it's a new project, new NFT project uh, I'm personally involved in um, today. It's called um, the uh, Chillin Chameleons. Uh, let me just pull this up here for some of our um, some of our uh, people that are that are uh, uh, maybe watching here on YouTube. Yeah,
0: I'm looking at myself too.
1: Yeah, so. Um, Chilling Chameleons is a, um, you know, it was, it was a tip, um, to get involved actually was, was the first NFT that I ever purchased. Um, so you'd be very proud of me. Uh, Congrats, man. (laughs) Uh, we had a conversation last week and now I am an owner of an NFT. Now, the cool thing about, um, the Chilling Chameleons and the project itself is that, um, during the mint process, um, a large portion of the proceeds, um, are actually being leveraged to save the environment. So, mm. um, this project here not only is the artwork pretty cool, um, with some cool looking chameleons, but um, they also have a uh, not a white paper, but a green paper, on, <laughs> and, t- and how they actually talk about um, going about and and uh, and cleaning up uh, the oceans. So, um, I actually am a part of their Discord. Um, they did a really cool thing and uh, we're out in uh, in Hawaii cleaning up a reef, um, mm. uh, leveraging some of the proceeds from this project um, to purchase some of the um, some of the devices uh, required to actually go and clean up. Um, nice. And it's a it's a it's a cool example of actually um, being a part of something which is in the NFT wave right now that's actually making a difference in our world, right? So. We talk about the environmental impact of things like mining and, 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 you know, for Bitcoin and various other types of coins and, and how that looks and, uh, really cool to be a part of a project, um, that actually is doing something about, um, helping out, uh, helping out the, uh, the environment. So that's, uh, that's my first, uh, NFT, uh, really cool community, um, really smart guys. And, um, uh, yeah that's uh the first that's rising awesome. star that I wanted to talk about
0: so have they uh looks like they're still minting right or have has they're the minting still minting
1: still? yeah yeah okay. I think I think in uh in in two days they're actually gonna um, start um, releasing so they have uh if you're familiar with nfts um, a lot of people do their minting uh in different ways um and they're actually doing kind of like a blind box or mm-hmm. a, a, a black box type of mint so if you actually look on my OpenSea account right now, I have like kind of a a, a basic looking. Actually, if you if you look at OpenSea for the chill chillin chameleons, mm-hmm. you'll see that everyone that has. Uh, a chillin chameleon out there um, is actually just a um, you know a stock a stock image.
0: Right, right. It hasn't. Um, they haven't. Um, you can't open correct. the blind box yet. Gotcha. Correct,
1: correct. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be dropping in the next couple of days. So nice. Um, shout exciting. out to the shout out to the chillin chameleons crew out there. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's the first uh, rising star. Do, do you have any uh, NFTs or either altcoins that you're uh, that you're interested in now? So
0: yeah, since we're talking about NFTs, it will be remiss of me to not talk about The Lost Poets. Have you heard of that?
1: I have briefly heard of that. Um, I think in, you, you yeah, mentioned it maybe I, in, in one of our back channels. But tell yeah, me more about it.
0: I think this is something I've, I've started to, to invest a little bit more and more time recently. And, and it's, it's a really fascinating project. Um, so pack is this person or group who created this project pack guy um, or a group of people. They have a series of art project, which are either like performance arts or some sort of enigmatic arts piece, uh, or a puzzle. And this last poet's project is the latest puzzle or strategy game rather that uh, pack released. So, what that is, is there are currently, there are about, um, I believe, 16,000 16, uh, unique poets. Each one of them is a mute poet. So, they cannot speak or they cannot write any words.
1: Poor guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then there's this concept of a page, uh, which is what I'm showing here. Uh, so, by if you pair each poet with a page, you can make the poet write words or a poem speaking of poem last week maybe we can write some poems you, you poems using these pages for these hmm. lost poets interesting so, yeah. I'm, and I, now
1: i'm very fascinated because i'm a poet as you know there so. you go
0: and what's 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 fascinating about that is there that's not that's not the end right we don't know how the game is played and park has not received released any details around this game But the only thing he has said so far is that if you have a a poet who can write words, if those words start to connect and start to make sense, some amazing things might happen. Nobody knows what that means, but all we know is that uh, each each poet can write multiple words and put multiple pages together to write their own poem. And this is, <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to figure out what exactly is going to happen. Um, but so far, like so, me and some of my friends, we're already investigate, investigated or invested in this project. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just sort of super fascinating and full disclosure, I'm going to a event uh, in a couple of weeks in New York City. And there may or may not be a lot of other Lost Poets fans. Um, there's even rumor that puck himself might show up at the events so we'll see how that goes
1: yeah and i think we're finally going to meet right that's going to be yeah that's be yeah, cool. that's really, yeah that'll that's be a, exciting that'll be an exciting thing yeah um so yeah i mean this is i i think this is one of those you know secret types of projects where um you know where, where they leak out um as little information as possible um mm-hmm. that kind of makes people I'm really excited about the opportunity so is there like a giveaway is there like sp- supposed to be some money that's that's awarded to someone so, yeah who... so
0: currently there is an airdrop there's a daily airdrop um, so there are two types of poets right so there's the what they call the um, the origin poets and then there's the, the uh, non-origin poets uh, I think on OpenSea right now there's only about 300 origin poets and these are the most rare poets, as you can see here on the screen. They're all like, they look slightly different from the um, the regular non-rare poets. And the minimum, the floor price right now on OpenSea is about three, 13 ETH, um, which translates to about, I guess, um, maybe 50, 50, grand? 50, yeah, 50 yeah. grand. Wow. So, Yeah, and I mean- And
1: what's the significance of the, of the origins compared to the regular poets? So,
0: so the origins they tend to have some unique features, uh, but we don't know how the game is being played. The only thing we know is that if you have the same trait as certain uh, origin poets, you might get an airdrop from Pug. So every day there are two um, two origin poets that sets being airdropped just randomly to any poet's holder into your wallet so if you're holding a a regular a non-rare poet there is a non-zero chance that you might get an airdrop of fifty thousand dollars worth of nft wow and this airdrop will continue for 365 days until october next year Hmm. and by the end of it um, if you did not receive any any airdrop Uh, or your regular non-rare poets is no longer uh, worth that much. You can burn your poets into Ash, which is the final phase of this project. You can literally burn your NFT into Ash. You can get Ash tokens back. And then for your reference, the Ash tokens right now are worth about $25 per, per token. So each poet can be burned into, I believe 500 ash tokens which means your current poet at the end of next year is going to be you know around probably like five thousand dollars at least so, so there's did, no
1: reason there's no reason not to get into this basically
0: uh. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not you know asking people to get into this but like that just gives you an idea of how the game is being played and uh. how like to me i'm just really fascinated i just want to play this game right i just want to be I think people say like, you just, you want to watch magic just to be fooled. Like I want to be fooled. I want to see how, what this guy has up his sleeves next for us.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Really awesome stuff. Um, uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I um, lost poets looks like a really cool project. Obviously it's another great example of how an NFT is not just necessarily um, a picture of some strange people um and uh, <laughs> self-portraits but actually a whole project and an idea behind it um that's right. really creative and, and pushing the envelope of, of kind of what art is and new age art is
0: absolutely um
1: yeah really awesome um there's um along this along this line there's one more nft that i wanted to talk about Yeah. So, uh, a new, newer project and another rising star, uh, at least in my eyes, um, is it a project called the Shikai? I think we're, we're showing it on the screen here. Um, and the cool thing about this project, um, is that they're actually creating an anime and a manga. Um, or I guess, mm. I, I guess it's a manga, uh, more specifically. Um, and as a fan of, you know, manga and, and Japanese, uh, types of, um, media and and art um the 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 way that i like to describe this to people is you know imagine if you could own the original goku right so that you actually own a piece of art that's a part of uh one of your favorite manga so artwork's pretty cool on this very detailed stuff uh the community is great um but the fact that uh you know that uh you know the concept itself is something that's personally interesting to me i just uh, i think it's uh you know, it, it's not one of the more popular types of right. um, new NFT projects that are out there, but it's one um, personally that I got involved with. Um, you know, and uh, I think it's really cool, really cool concept. Again, for for art. Yeah, uh, what, that, are you, that's, what are your What are your thoughts on the Shikai?
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the these um, these I guess prototypes here. Look, does look pretty cool. Like, is there in terms of the roadmap? Are they Do we know like what they're going to do with these characters? Are they going to be part of the story or how how does it, what does it go from here?
1: Yeah, that's, that's my understanding, um, that they're going to be part of the story. They have a finite amount. I think there's only about, um, Mm 9,999 Shikai that are ever going to be made. So there's a, there's a limited amount of them. um, and I think they have some other some other cool ideas as well um, down the line. Um, minting hasn't really started yet, so it's kind of the infancy of the project. Nice. Uh, but hopefully by next week I can tell you more about uh, about this, and uh, it's an exciting uh, exciting new uh, new NFT project that's out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely keep me posted, and I might just FOMO into the Shikai next week. <laughs>
1: So I think maybe we have time for one more um, rising star. Yudu, do? Do you have any any other ones that you want to kind of talk about, whether it be altcoins or or NFT projects?
0: Um, yeah, I can I can talk a little bit about um a project. I, I don't know whether it's a technically a rising star because it's been around for a while. Um, this is the um, the Trader Joe or uh, Joe is the name of the coin, uh, not to be confused with the Trader Joe's the the, the grocery store. But believe it or not, right. there is a, a cryptocurrency called Trader Joe. Um, so you
1: can't buy, you can't go on here and actually buy like uh, mint chocolate chip uh, <laughs> gourmet cookies. Is that, is that what you're telling me?
0: That, uh, not that I know, but maybe one day when we go into the metaverse, you will be able to buy anything you want in Trader Joe, Got just like it. in okay. real life. But as of right now, Trader Joe is a DeFi platform for lending and borrowing. Uh, in addition to, it's, it's a decentralized exchange. Uh, you, can, you can use your, you know, use your MetaMask to do all types of Dex based trading. And you can also provide liquidity um, to a liquidity pool. Um, and, and then once you provide those liquidity, you can farm on those pools to get yields. Um, you can also stake your coins. You can stake your Joes in a pool and then get yield on top of that. Um, The staking rewards, as you can see right now, it's uh, 27% and you can even compound based on that yield, based on the APR uh, to get an even higher APY. Um, I believe the current APY is like 35% uh, once you compound the the APR. So yeah, it's really attractive. It's on the Avalanche chain. So it's not on the main uh, Ethereum mainnet, which makes it much cheaper to transact. And I personally uh, have been enjoying, you know, DeGen farming on Trader Joe, um, and along with many other pools there.
1: That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot about uh, Joe, and obviously that that token has increased in value substantially, right? So mm-hmm. I think as we see um, large caps like like Avalanche and Dot and Solana um, and mm-hmm. even even Cardano um, as we you know, pump past the the Bitcoin and Ethereum. Maybe we'll see some increases in some of these types of uh, large cap uh, coins, and the platforms. and And Joe is certainly a project that I'm keeping my eye yeah. on as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. I think that that's you know that's a good point, right? Once we we have the the major the main chain the Ethereum um, kind of going through this this these pain points uh, pain period we're having right now in terms of the transaction fees you're going to see a lot of traffic going to other layer one chains and Avalanche, um, to your point, uh, dot, Polkadot, polka DOT and Solana are all these like layer one chains. That's going to share a lot of the traffic, a lot of the load, uh, from Ethereum. Hopefully we'll see a different, um, experience as well as the kind of new paradigm shift that's hopefully going to bring more people into this ecosystems.
1: Yeah. And, and by the way, for, for any listeners or, or people that are new getting into crypto um, you know, go to coingecko.com, check out some of the links and some of the resources that we post. You can, you can get a large, uh, a better understanding of what large caps are, what mm-hmm. altcoins coins are. Um, there are categorizations of the different types of coins. Um, I think they even have a a category on there now for um for meme tokens so if you want to if you want to talk you know check out uh shiba and some of the other memes that are out there um that uh, that we were talking about uh today um you know maybe maybe after shiba we have baby doge that pops up but uh
0: oh yeah you know they're coming next week yeah shiba for pump. sure
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're up 67 percent in the past week so anyway um but yeah, um, I think uh, a, a good good time to maybe end it for this week. Um, maybe we can get together again soon um, before next week. Hey, maybe even a live pod. Is that possible when we get together? Ooh.
0: No promises, but you know we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. That might be interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you, everyone. And uh, we'll catch you again on another episode of New Kids on the Block. Thanks, do.
0: All right. Thanks, Vody. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Thanks.